Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, uh, let's go inside the world of business sports. Sports, the business of sports. Uh, we have him on uh, every two or three weeks. Always brings knowledge when he arrives. A visiting expert of sports business at Harvard Law School and author of the Sports Business Handbook. When the game is on the line, our buddy Rick Harrow hops aboard. How is your new year, Mr. Harrow? Uh, well, I was going to say boring, but I've watched more football on my number of televisions than, than <laughs> I have ever done before. I've decided that, uh, you know, come that close with the vaccine just around the corner, that to sit around with, uh, other people, especially other press people who hoard food and get out of the way and don't, you know, affect protocol. You know, I, I, I listen. I'd rather I'd rather watch them at home. Plus, you know, a, a big screen TV you can watch and the replays and all of that. I'm just one of those fans that turn into be a fan. So the bottom line is, I'm great. How are you? you- you and I are in the exact same mode, uh, perfectly fine in front of my large screen TV. Uh, I can stay here and do my job, and I'm glad to be doing it tonight, hanging and talking to you. All right, we have wrapped up the year that was 2020, and it's the toughest year of my life, and I think most of those who are listening's lives. Um, what was the major effect, downside if if need be, but if you've got any upside, what was the biggest effect that COVID-19 had on the business of sports? I'll give you downside and upside. Listen, okay. Sports Business Journal summarizes some of it, but 20,636 games and events lost, 198.19 million attendance lost, $11 wow. billion dollars lost. That's the downside. The upside, acts of courage, inspiration, hope, creativity. And frankly, we're going to look back next year, and um, uh, you know, right? I'm I'm writing a book and a few articles about what we learn in 2020 relative to how we become better in 2021. It's kind of hard to feel like that now, but you know, maybe six months from now, creativity, uh, content is better. People are more engaged. People understand how important television and content are. We go through all of that, but the bottom line is, you know, terrible. Wouldn't wash it on anybody else. When it gets over, we'll look back at this and say it's a 
miserable time that we survived and thrived from after all. Um, I know that uh, you've uh, contributed some thoughts on this as well. During the 2020 year, we saw a lot of social change, a lot of social activism, but it came during a pandemic. Will that hasten social change? Will it handicap social change? It is what it is, but we need to try and figure out where it goes from here. What kind of an effect is the pandemic going to have on the fact that we are seeing social change in our country? Yeah, that's a very good point, and it was number one on my list of 2420. Uh, but the key is, you know, will it be on the list next year, the year after? Is it is it institutionalized to the point where it's kind of locked in? So we know that NASCAR and Bubba Wallace, what happened? Well, they banned the Confederate flag around their racetracks. That's a good thing, but that's a tangible thing. The NBA and its social justice funds and the NFL as well. So listen, LeBron and all of the athletes understand what their roles were, and it's an incredible role, especially August 26, when the Bucks refused to take the court in that playoff game, and people were saying that's not right. The ultimate answer was it was a very symbolic, very important issue. But the point is, when things quote-unquote get back to normal, is the impact of social justice and appropriate celebrations or appropriate uh, 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 commitments is that the new normal? Well, we hope so. Our business sports expert Rick Caro here with us on CBS Sports Radio. Um, the NBA probably was out front and in lead of uh, making the need for social justice as big a topic within games, around games, on their own social platforms, and the like. And they did it all from the bubble, which was amazing. Now, I thought that it was a good thing because... The people were paying attention to the NBA because they were ongoing and they were in the bubble. And I thought it got a lot of attention for that. Social justice aside, is there anything else that the NBA or we as NBA fans, sport fans in general, can take out of the bubble that we think can be useful for us going forward now that the NBA is restarted and they're not playing in a bubble anymore? Well, there are medical protocol issues that were, you know, born in the bubble and now they're looked at everywhere else. The WNBA had its wobble at the IMG Academy in Bradenton. Listen, there were 1,500 people in that bubble community, and there was no major issue. Uh, Toronto and Edmonton, we learned, were bubbles for the NHL. So, you know, in and of itself, the physical restrictions and what to do with protocol will be important, and they'll certainly be important in 2021. Will it be ultimately important? Well, if people need to find a way to see uh, arenas as, for example, polling places, as food distribution centers, as things that will aid our country, we also understand the importance of sports facilities in this whole world, and that shouldn't be underestimated either. One of the things that has come up this season, specifically this year specifically, um, and it's kind of tied to social justice, but it's not for Black Lives Matter. It's more sensitivity toward Native Americans. The Washington football team gave up on their nickname. The baseball team in Cleveland says that they're not going to call themselves the Indians anymore. All right, Mr. Uh, Sports Business. How much of an effect does this have on the business 
of those teams. I know forever, I believe that the Redskins held out on changing their name because they thought it would give them uh, major economic losses. They finally decided to do it. Can we get an honest reading on how much it does cost a team to either get rid of its nickname or change its nickname? Well, wait a second. I, I didn't think they did that because I thought that Dan Snyder promised he would never change it in capital. Oh, he did. All right. He well, did. Yes, he did. That's yeah, why I'm did. asking you this question. Yeah, and let me tell you why he did. It's also because, you know, he may have thought that he could have survived the storm, but naming rights sponsor FedEx and Fred Smith, who owns it, who also has a piece of the team and top sponsors Nike and Pepsi, said, no, 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 we got to do this. So the issue is they're now going to find another name. They decided a three-step process, which is do the football team. That's more merchandise, by the way. We're going to add up the total amount of football team merchandise everybody has this year. And then next year, whatever the new name is, the Indians will decide to take that non-step. So they're not going to be called the baseball team this year. They're going to stay with the Indians until next year. Florida State, Atlanta Braves decide to deal with the tomahawk chop. We'll see. But the merchandise issue drove the situation for as long as it could until, frankly, Dan Snyder was economically pressured to change it. But as important, he's looking for public money for a new stadium somewhere in the D.C. area. And you're not going to be able to do that if you kept the Redskin names. You can guarantee that. We're talking to Ricaro here on CBS Sports Radio. Um, golf is actually benefited from the pandemic uh, because so much activity was restricted. There were areas in the country and certain golf uh, uh, places that allowed people to get out. You could still get out and do some exercise and play some golf and do so social distancing. So a whole lot of golf places saw a number of rounds and amount of money generated actually go up. Now that the restrictions aren't as strict as they used to be, is the increase in number of rounds and the uh, productivity of golf continuing to trend up as it did six months ago? Yeah, and I think it's important because, you know, a lot of people were saying, who's the next Tiger Woods? And if it's not around right away, what are we going to do in the business? Well, 26% jump in rounds over the summer, $331 million in clubs, balls, and other gears. Equipment sales up nearly 30%, training tools, swing ads, all of that stuff. The aids for us, really important. And so that was the safest sport you can continue to do. But it was also, as you know, uh, the first televised sport to come back. And I think everybody enjoyed watching it outdoors, even if they're non-golfers. And for me, which is incredibly important, you know, I've evoked that six-foot-is-good rule because of social distancing, and people haven't talked to me about it, but it certainly cut some strokes down off of my rounds. What do you think? No, any way your strokes come down, that's a good thing. Rick Howe here was on CBS Sports Radio. I, early, and I know we're only a week and a half in, but early returns, and they had a lot of national televised games for the NBA this year. Uh, viewership is up. TV ratings are up. Last year was so weird with the bubble. I didn't even know how to get a grasp on the dynamic of how the ratings were going to play. Now we're back in arenas without fans, but back in arenas. And at least early on, the viewership has been up across the board. What do you read into that? Well, I read into the Christmas quadruple header, which is a really important reason that the sides got back to the table and started their season as early as they did, because 
I don't know if the rest of, let's say, January is going to be as good. I hope so. But we have a lot of people staying indoors and excited about the fact that there were only 60 days between the championship games and the beginning of the 2021 season. So I don't read anything into it yet, except the fact that people do want basketball. And when you think about all of that, there were nearly $1.2 billion of TV revenue last year because of the bubble, because they played, regardless of fans. And you could say that saved the economics of the system, just like television saved the economics of a lot of sports. The other place where the NBA is borderline thriving is in wagering. Uh, As many states as there are that there are legalized gambling now. I know the numbers are up on the NBA to start the season as well. I think they're up on just the gambling uh, outlets, websites, your phone, however to get your action in these days are up tremendously because, yeah, during a pandemic, there are just that many more people that aren't out and about and doing other things. So they are taking their chances and watching their games. So for the uh, states that did legislate in uh, uh, legalized gambling, I guess they're all benefiting from it right now, right? Well, yeah, $3 billion for the first time, sports betting on a monthly basis uh, uh, in November. And the states that did decide to pass before the pandemic are realizing that they got a lot of revenue for roads and bridges and education and schools and all that kind of important stuff as well, including some companies. You know, Caesars bought British bookmaker William Hill for $3.7 billion. That's even more than your salary, which is hard to contemplate. (laughs) Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. When you think about it, it's one of those things that will continue to go up and you, every sport, when I was doing the NFL stadiums for the NFL, I couldn't talk about gambling or casino sponsorships or even stadiums on Indian land as we did in Arizona. Now, if you don't mention it, you're leaving money on the table. Right. Just uh, flat-out foolishness. One where one place where it is actually down, I did notice, sneaker sales, which does make sense because, again, people aren't getting out at some point. We hope everybody does get out and the vaccine works and we're all uh, getting closer to what uh, we used to, the way we used to live life. But the last year has been difficult for people and just getting out and about, which would signify sneaker sales down. Do players, do endorsers actually take a hit because less sneakers are moving? It's not them. We can figure out why sneaker sales are down. Do the players pay a price? Yeah, but the endorsement contracts are usually kind of flat endorsement contracts. So the recent ones with the big guys are percentage of sales. So if the sales are down, yeah, they do take a hit. But on a greater scale, they'll be coming back once we get outdoors, and they'll recover some of that. But kind of broadly from the stock market, here's some advice. If you know the uh, pandemic lasts longer than you expect, here comes Peloton, and here comes the indoor stuff, which is really important, and hit, take the stock increases. And when we're ready to go outside again, entertainment stocks and, and the Nikes and everybody else going up again. So some go up, some go down, but it's good to see that the economy, at least in some cases, continues to improve, and sports is a very important part of that. You mentioned one company, which I should ask about, and I don't even know. Is Peloton, I know it's an individually owned company, but is it a uh, traded company? Is it a company you could have or can buy stock in? Yeah, it's a, there's a big IPO. There's a big public move for Peloton and for a lot of the other uh, home exercise companies pretty quickly, and that market is increased and is going to be significant. So keep watching it. Okay, keep an eye out for it because yeah, that's yeah. if if I missed out on that, I would have been pretty ticked off. No, I... and, and you know, stock tips, stock, stock tips are really important. So 
So uh, watch uh, for now. I'm, I'm going to do the the, the weather forecast. I'm going to do real estate. Too, so. <laughs> That's why we have him on uh, here with us on CBS Sports Radio. Ricaro, our guest. Um, last thing, and I will readily admit I know nothing about this, so you have to inform me as best you can, our listeners as best I can. I read a story where Russell Okun, Okun a uh, offensive lineman in the National Football League, asked and agreed upon getting paid a portion of his NFL salary in Bitcoin. I don't know anything about Bitcoin. I don't understand Bitcoin. Bitcoin goes right over my head. What is the advantages to that? Is this a trend we're going to see going forward that players would prefer to be paid in Bitcoin than good old American dollars? Yeah, that's a very good point. So the good old American dollar still is kind of the bulwark of what everybody is using. Uh, and then gold, and then maybe Bitcoin. Bitcoin is kind of the new, trendy thing. It's it's private currency, so no government backs it. But if you want to buy something and you use it, then you have to wait for somebody to be able to pay uh, Bitcoin uh, if you like it. So it's growing, but it is limited. And the idea is not only are you getting your money, but you're getting an investment opportunity in it. Now, if Bitcoin suddenly uh, uh, flops, uh, and, uh, you know, Russell Kuhn says, look, I'm sorry I made a mistake. If I'm the team, I said, well, yeah, but you made your choice. So, you know, congratulations uh, on your Bitcoin investment. So it's, uh, it's one of those things that, like everything else, there is a opportunity for some gain, but there's some risk. It's more like a stock is what you're telling me than a yes, uh, wad, of, wad full of Got 20s. It. Okay. Uh, right. That's what I thought. I wasn't sure, but thank well, you for now, clearing see, that. That's, why, that's, that's your and my difference. Uh, that's why I'm you know, pursuing a legal career. I just said about... You know, 38 words, and you said it in two. It's a stop. <laughs> that's why I do what I do, and that's why you do what you do, and that's why we have you on every couple of weeks. Ricky, great stuff. Right, Always a pleasure, my friend. Glad to hear you had a good new year. We'll do it again in a couple of weeks. All right, my friend. See you soon. That's our guy, Rick Harrow, our business sports insider here on CBS Sports Radio. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.